know. And welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Three days ago, the Spirit of the Lord rested upon me to share a message about being tested. And I tell you, the same day, oh God, help me today. I came under attack with my voice. But how many of you understand? I'm going to keep pushing past whatever the test that God has for me and whatever the enemy think that they would defeat in order to see. I will not surrender and I will not be quiet. Because as the Lord rests upon me, oh God, help me today. As long as I have breath in my body, I want to be able to glorify God. I don't think somebody hurt me. I want to be able to give thanks unto the Lord. I want to be able to exalt the Lord. Because I know that God has lifted me up. And when you know that God has lifted you up, when you know that God has defeated your foes, when you know that God has made ways out of no way, you don't hear me now, that no matter what, so long as I have breath, oh God, help me today, in my body, I may not be able to speak as clearly. I may not be able to give a podcast as long But I want to tell you something. This test that my voice started going through and the attack that it came under, it's not going to stop me. And this is where I want to share with everybody. Just because you're going through something, just because you're under attack, just because you don't feel the way you usually feel, just because things are not as good as they used to be, hold on. To God's unchanging hand. Because let me tell you something. As long as you hold on to God's unchanging hand. A change is going to come. I was sitting here. The spirit of the Lord awakened me. Probably about. About an hour ago. Almost. And I had this cough. I kept coughing. I kept coughing. Because I, like I said. I've been doctoring on myself. Mm, since. That podcast three days ago. And I just refuse. I refuse to allow the enemy to think that I'm going to be defeated because my voice is not as clear. Listen to me. So as the Lord awakened me, and I was just a coughing, so I got some cough drops and put in my mouth and I got my anointed oil, and I anointed my throat in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then I came in here, and I sat down in front of the TV. And I'm going to tell you what came on, weather gone viral. And I sat here for a minute before the Spirit instructed me, because my Bible was already here. And I and instructed me to, to pick up my Bible. And as I began to pick my Bible up and I began to read some of the things and markings, God took me to the book of Psalms. 
And I'm telling you, it's amazing when I open my Bible and where the Lord began to have me to read because it begins to discuss the weather. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. Now, remember, I'm coming to sit in front of the TV and it says weather gone viral. And I'm just sitting here watching how things in the earth has been overtaken by water. By water, you don't hear me now. By hail, by tornadoes, by, by hurricanes. And I'm just looking at the mighty move of God. And as I was looking at the mighty move of God, and as I sat down and I began to open my word and read my word, I'm going to tell you something. God is mighty. I want people to really get that and grab that. God is almighty. Let me repeat that. God is mighty and he is almighty. So he brought me here and then listen to me. I got to share this with you because I'm telling you. It it, it means that something in somewhere is occurring. It says, love David. Let Let me back it up. The chief musician is the Psalm of David. Psalms chapter 18. This is when the Lord delivered him from the hands of all his enemies and from the hands of soil. And he said, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I will trust my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The pains of death encompass me, and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Shalom surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out for my God. And he heard my voice from his temple. And my cry came before him even to his ears. Then the earth shook, that part, trembled. The foundation of the hills also quaked and was shaken because God was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also 
and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rose upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. For the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones. I saw that word, hailstones. Just saw it on the TV. The Lord also thundered in the heavens. They were showing that too. And the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrow and scattered the foe. Lightning was sent out in abundance, and he vanquished them. Then the channels of water were seen, and the foundation of the world were uncovered. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils, he sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemies, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity. But the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place, and he delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. You don't hear me now. He also recompensed me. The Lord brought me out according to the cleanliness of my hands, and he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgment were before me, and I did not put away his statues from me. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore the Lord also recompensed me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanliness of my hands in his sight, in his sight. With the merciful, you shall show yourself merciful. Listen, y'all got to grab this now. This God, what God is doing in this day, with the merciful, God is showing mercy. With the blameless man, God is, will show yourself to be blameless. With the pure, he will show yourself to be pure. And with the devious, God will show himself to be shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down those haunted looks. For you will light my lamp. The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. For by you, I can run against a troop. And by my God, I can leap over a wall. And for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. 
He is a shield to all who trust in him. I want to put a pen right there. I have read to you from Psalms chapter 18, verse 1 through verse 30. 30. Yeah, verse 30. Verse 30, verse 31. Let me see that Bible got a little wrinkle in it. This is my old, old, old school Bible. Because I made a note over this verse a lot of times. The Spirit of the Lord will lead me to put dates. And the date that I have, I read May 1997 through July 97. So apparently God had me to read this every morning or every day. <laughs> Excuse me. Through May 97 through July 97. And sometimes when God deal with me in, in profound ways. Now I went ahead and noted today. January the 10th. 2024. Well actually today is the 11th isn't it? Yeah we've got to the 11th. So let me put that. Let me change it. Okay. 2024. Now, when you look back from 97 to 2024, oh God, help me today. How many years is that? Well, from 97 to 2000 is three years. And from 2000 to 2024 is 24 years. I keep that number four, keep popping up. And you add three years to that, you're down to 27 years years. Now we back to that number of seven for release. The number three for Trinity. So you see how God make connections and then it's about what he happened to bring me in here and sit me before the TV to look at some viral weather. I, I, I mean it's just amazing to see if you can't see the hand of God in viral weather to believe in God. Let me tell you, that's a person who have completely detached themselves from reality. If viral weather, if you sit down and you watch this, you can help but see the hand of God power. These people surfing, when you watch that water, when you see hail, when you see, I mean, this, you see tornadoes, winds that move in the sky. When you sit down and watch, oh God, help me today. There should not be a doubt in your mind that there's not something bigger than man is not man. It's not human beings. Human beings can't stop it. They can't control it. No matter how much they are meteorologists. Let me tell you something. And how many devices and AI and all this stuff, a lot of this stuff is just by sheer power of an almighty God. And this is where we are now. It's time for people to believe and stop scrattling the fence. One day they want to believe and as soon as something don't happen the way they want it to happen, they want to fall out with God. But see, this is the thing. God say in his word, his thoughts are not our thoughts. And his ways are not our ways. And you got so many people want to conform God to think like them. 
They want to conform God to their ways. And even though their ways ain't even right. Hello. They, they, they ways are the kind of ways that tell lies, fan flies. They ways are the ways that don't even know the works and the word of God. Hello. Now, why in the world would anybody think that God should conform and listen to them? Dum, dum, da, dum, dum. And they don't even know his word. I mean, really. People be like, well, God should have did. Wait a minute. Oh, God, help me today. How do you going to sit and say what God should have did when you don't even know his word? People learn one or two scriptures. <coughs> My God. And this is the amazing part. They think they know God because they call upon him in the time of need. Now, when they don't need God, most of these people, they don't even sit down and read no Bible or say a prayer. Mm. They call on him in the time of need. And they think that that's the only time that God is available to present himself. But see, that's not true. If you keep reading, see, this is the thing. I love the book of Psalms. I love the Bible in itself because it's biblical instructions before leaving earth. That's what God gave me. Biblical instructions before leaving earth. It tells you what you need to do. But listen to me. I was sitting here as I kept on reading from, I started at Psalms 18 and I continue to read. And I want to share with you one more passage. And that's because I, I read this passage. I made a note. October the 3rd, 2011, at 2.30 a.m., sitting in the Waffle House. Now, let me tell you, I distinctly remember at that time, I was actually homeless. That's right, Homeless. I didn't have a key to a crib, and I didn't have a crib for a key. I'm just saying. And I didn't have anywhere that I could literally go that particular night. And I started out sitting in the parking lot at Walmart. And this is why I glorify God the way I do. I don't know about anybody else. But God have been so good to me. He made ways out of no way. He brought me out of the miry clay. He delivered me out of situations and circumstances that many people don't even know of. But I know. So I was sitting there. And I began to read Psalms 27. It said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Now, you got to remember, I was sitting in the parking lot in October, which is the one, in Walmart before the Spirit of the Lord led me that that wasn't a safe environment. Even though they got cameras, you need to uh, you need to go inside of a building. So I went to the Waffle House. And it says, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me, to eat up my flesh. And let me tell y'all something. That's when I really, really realized who my enemies were. The people that was glad to see me down. The people that got, I'm talking about, I, I found out 
uh, from from 2011, 10 years later, 2020, 2021, that somebody took pictures and posted them on Facebook when the Lord did open a door for me not to sit in the Waffle House. Let me tell y'all, it was because a lady, a foreigner, a Hispanic lady, that's right, she let me live in one of her single trailers she had bought because she was going to start a Bible study there. So she let me live there for free. And while I was staying there, oh, God, help me today. That's when God really, really revealed my enemies. Listen to me. Y'all don't hear me now. Now, I knew two people that were sure enough my enemy. Because during that time, they did what they could to try to describe me. You don't hear me now. I'm telling you stuff God showed me and these people, God manifested it. But you think I stopped speaking to them people? Absolutely not. And I knew they were my enemies. I knew they were doing stuff to try to make me look bad and be bad. And this is the thing. I'm going to tell you how to get enemy a player. They came bearing gifts. Oh, God, help me today. That's why I say all gifts ain't good gifts. Some people will give you a gift to get close enough to you to get things. So somebody gave me a gift to get close enough to get in my place just to take pictures and put it on Facebook. You don't hear me now. Somebody got close enough to me to reconnect with me and say that they ready to marry and do right. They got close enough to me just to set me up to walk away. You don't hear me now. But through it all, that when God took me to study the book of Job, you don't hear me now. That's why I don't fall out with folks. Y'all don't know what I've been through when I tell you what I'm telling you that I tell you. I've had my enemies all around me, all up in my career. And before I could get things, and this lady that blessed me, the place she redid the floors. She got people to come do the bathroom. So, you know, I, I'm one of them kind of people because I'm clean and I'm organized. I can fix up a matchbox. Like these tiny places these people got now. This, at least it was bigger than that. And I went in and I put my, my personal touch. So I ain't have no shame. Now, but, but see, but see, but listen to me. Y'all got to grab this. But see, but the people... Well, they, they didn't take the pictures of the good part. You don't hear me now. Of the nice part, like the nice bathroom, the sink, the way they had went in. Them Mexicans, let me tell y'all something. They put these pebbles, uh, beautiful pebbles, uh, and, and made a tub from it. I ain't never seen nothing like it before in my life. And I'm telling you, it was just gorgeous. They ain't take no pictures of that. They wanted to take pictures where they seen cords where I didn't have no refrigerator. Uh, I didn't have no full-size stove. And nowadays, people on YouTube living in a van showing for how they fix it up. So listen, that's why I tell for ain't no shame in my game. But 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 the, but the idea of people would get come in to do stuff that, that throw you under the bus, but they got to get close enough to you. That's why I'm telling y'all, in this season, I wouldn't give a kitty cat little if a busload of folks showed up. God done told me who not to let in my house. I'll meet them down the road somewhere. Because I'm telling y'all, I was naive. And what I mean by that is that not that I couldn't see my enemy. Listen, y'all got to grab this. But because I don't carry no hatred in my heart, and I've always trust God to take care of my enemy. You don't hear me that. 
So now let me finish telling you the, the rest of this scripture. See, this is what people don't know. Before I went in the trailer, oh, God help me today. You don't hear me now. I went in this trailer the very next day after I sat in the Waffle House that night. Because when I called the same Hispanic lady the next day, this is what she told me. I can't let you be homeless. Let me put you up in a hotel. I said, no, I can't take your money. Because, see, she married an American man. She moved to the United States. And how I got to meet her because she was going, she wanted to save money to buy her daughter a car to go to college. And she came to my office and she told me, she said, Miss Frida, she said, I do cleaning service. And I said, well, I already got a cleaning person, but I tell you what I do. I split the work because she wanted to earn money to help her child get to and from college. And she said, my husband, he give me a set allowance, and it's not enough. So you know my heart of compassion went out with a lot of people that came through my office. So however God led my heart to try to be a blessing, and that lady never forgot that. That's why it's always good, I'm telling you, to treat people right and be respectful. And so when the time came and I called her that day, I, I don't know if she had called me and she I was on a man or vice versa. And so I told her my situation and she said, oh, no. She said, in our culture, listen, these are exact words, in our culture, we don't we don't believe in that. Now, if you won't let me put you up in a hotel, she said, I can't. My place is not finished. I've been working on it. Well, I'm going to start a Bible study in the Hispanic community. She said, but I can let you stay there. And so I told her I'd do that because I didn't want her to spend her money. But listen to me. That said something to me. It said a lot. Because she said, that's why sometimes y'all might see a bunch of them living together. Because they rather put a bunch of them in a house together than to let somebody be out there homeless and people talking about them and saying stuff behind their back. Now, hear me. I ain't had no relative to open no door and let me in their house. But I had a relative to come in my house and try to throw me under the bus because somebody else opened their door to be a blessing. That's why I'm telling y'all, this stuff ain't new to me what I'm telling y'all. Listen to me. You got to grab this. I've been had my eyes open. My eyes ain't been closed to not see what was going on. God let me see this before it even happened. But I'm just trying to let people know, this how you get delivered. Just because you got people that's your enemy. Just because you got people with cruel hearts. Just because you got people that's unforgiving. Just because you got people that's confused and don't even know you. They think you the, you the, you the one causing division when really it's them. They are the division. They divide their own life because they full of darkness. Oh, God, help me today. Let me repeat that. Most people, where there is division, don't blame nobody. Most people are divided by their own darkness in their own mind. I'm just telling you. So when your mind is full of darkness, you're going to always think the worst of somebody. Let me, let, me, let me get back to the word. And this is what David wrote. But I was reading Psalms 27 on 10, 3, 11. And so the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me, you don't hear me now, to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and they fell. Though an army should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. 
Though war should rise up against me, in this I will be confident of one thing. See, this is what people, they don't understand. Because if you really understood what I'm about to say, you would never fall out with nobody. This one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his of his temple for in time of troubles, he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies. All around me. You don't hear that. Enemies be all around you. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. So in spite of what I was going through, I was singing praises. And I stayed in the joy. And let me tell you what God did. He lifted me and, and kept me straight up out of there. He had a friend of mine that I another friend that I met in the business, and then another friend that I met in the business. Let me tell you what God began to do. All the people that I got connected with when I was working, God began to use many of them to come out and be a blessing. One opened their door. I called them, and 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 even though they said, okay, but well, Miss Frida, look, this is what you could do. I'm getting ready to go out of town in New Orleans. You come to my house, I'm going to tell you the alarm. I'm going to give you the key. And then at the same time, somebody was looking for me. They heard that I was living over there in, in the Mexican community. They weren't related either. They were Muslim. They came to me. They brought me a key. They gave me $500 and said, look, we going out of town for the weekend. You can come to my house. See, it's a blessing. Let me tell y'all, you got to get this. When you don't return evil for evil, people who in darkness, they're going to always think dirty. Oh, God, help me today. Let me repeat that. People who mind is seared in darkness will always think dirty. They're going to always think somebody against them. That's the first thoughts that come in their head. And so what do they do? See, this is where I want to arm you. That means them the folks that always walk around looking for how they can get back, clap back, and snap back at you. Because they mind already thinking the negative stuff. They negative naysayers. And this is where you got to arm yourself likewise. That's why I, I'm to a place and point. Let me tell you, I've been like this really, really pretty much. When you learn, see, when you studied up on David, one thing you're going to learn about God is your defense and your defender. You don't never have to defend yourself when you're doing what God instructs you to do. You don't never have to defend yourself. I don't give a kitty cat little. If a thousand people say something bad about you, long as the right people know the good about you, the people that matter, the people that going to help you, the people that going to support you, the people going to be there. And let me tell you something. When it came to me, you know who it was? My brothers and my sisters in God. And God could have been a lot to them. I'm just saying, for real, for real. But that's how it's been for years and years. And let me tell you something. It's still that way to the day. 
If I had to call on some people, when I say some people that can help me, if I say, well, look, I'm in a bad situation. I need three grand. I need five grand. I need 600. Let me tell you, well, none of them folks, we don't kin folks. I'm just telling you. I'm just keeping it 1,000. If right now, if I had to pack up and put my stuff in storage and I needed to go somewhere, I'm going to be calling some folks that's not related to me to go stay with. I'm just telling you. This is why we can't get to this place no more. I'm telling you, no more. Well, we caught up in them traditions what these folk want to teach us. You know the tradition. Blood is thicker than water. That's a lie. Not no more. It might have used to be back in the days. But it done shifted. Water is clearer than blood. So we're going to take a new phrase. It's not about the blood being thicker than water. Because yes, blood is thicker than water. But water is clearer than blood. That means you can see through it. So you might want to have some water water people in your life. Instead of some blood people. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I can make it match and make it make sense. Because you got a lot of families now. I don't even understand what's going on. They some of them are the biggest haters and unforgivers that be on your pathway. But it's scripture. So we just live in prophetic word. They be the ones to throw you under the bus. They have more envy, jealousy. Oh, you can't take two steps and they ain't took and they ain't took more steps than you. Oh, they'll become your enemy because you living better, doing better, and being better. Not because you did anything wrong, but just because you're doing better. Oh God, help me today. But listen to me. One thing I have desired of the Lord. That will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and behold the beauty of the Lord. And see, that's the thing a lot of people be missing. You know, they don't they don't look at trying to get the helper. See, I, I keep my eyes. I, I want to inquire of the Lord because I want to make it to heaven. All this stuff down here, it is superficial, intangible. We're going to leave it behind one day. We're going to leave it behind. And where you going to go after that? See, that's what matters to me. My eternal life. Not all this stuff that people got to say, what they think, what they feel, what they believe, because they are not my God. And my God is the one that supply all my needs. He picked me up from that miry clay. He showed me mercy. Mercy upon mercy. You know, I'm going to put a pin in the podcast in a minute. A lady called me yesterday, and we got to just praising God for all his goodness, and we just are still alive. And I remember she told me a testimony when she was in a foreign land and how she was on a bed of affliction, and they had diagnosed her to die. And she said they told her she was stricken with some. She was in the military, and she was stricken with some kind of disease, she said that in that foreign land she had got, and they, they had called all her immediate family and given up on her. This was many, many years ago. So she called and told me she turned 60 years old, and this was way back, I think, in her 20s. And so we both was glorifying God for all the times, the situations, the circumstances. I mean, here I was. I mean, my voice was already kind of back. Shaded, but I was started hollering to the top of my voice. Hallelujah! Thank you. Oh yes, glory. Hallelujah. 
Because see, when you be feeling that thing, see, I got to feeling that thing, but how God covered me on them dangerous highways and byways out there in the nighttime, and it wasn't the right time because I was drinking and driving. You know, I get to thinking about things, how God just kept me and covered me, even sitting in that parking lot at Walmart, even in the Waffle House. I'm just saying, I just be thanking God how he carried me on the plane, and the plane didn't crash like one did the other day on the interstate. I was just thanking God. See, and then when you get to, you sit down and you reflect and you revisit and you re- why I was thanking God by the time that when the doctor said, oh, we finna cold blew her cause she dead. Her, 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 her appendix done burst and it didn't have nothing to do with my appendix. Hello. But, but, but everybody had took their scrubs off and left me laying on the table and one doctor decided to see what caused my appendix to bust and realized it wasn't even none of my appendix. And that's how I ended up still being here. Oh, God, help me today. You don't hear me now. And, and, and the other times and times and times and times and times when things could have went bad. Even just going to sleep at night, we can leave here and pass away. And you think I got time in my life? See, I learned that as a teenager. My grandma laid down and went to sleep and passed away. She didn't have no sickness or no sorrow. And that's why I can't understand haters, darkness, and evil deeds in people. And they always worry about something, trying to, to covet. That's them covet spirits. That's why the Bible make it as a Ten Commandment. Thou shall not covet. Most of the people that do dark and devious deeds are somebody that's always jealous and want to be like, act like, and, and, or somebody else. Because if they ever get that type of mentality out of their mindset and outside of their body, they can be a bigger blessing. And folks won't be falling out with them and don't want nothing to deal with them. But most of the time, listen, y'all got to grab this. When people have devious, dark minds, it's operated and facilitated through jealousy, envy, and strife. And they always covet. They looking at what somebody else got. They want to wear some like folks, drive some like folks. I do folks. Their whole life is consumed by what somebody else got and what they doing. And what they not doing and, and what they can do to outdo. And see, listen to me. I'm telling you, with me, them be some sick, sad souls. Because they too busy. I remember this man. Every time he would buy a pair of sneakers. I, I just used to sit there and just watch him. He would make sure. To go get dressed. And jump in and out the truck all day. Just so folks could see they shoes. I used to think that was childish. But you got people like that. They got the flex and show off. And you can see it now. Oh, my God. It's so prevalent on Facebook. Oh, my God. I mean, every little thing that people want to buy. Every little thing that go on with anybody that they want to flex. Somebody told me yesterday, they shared some photos. They said, make sure you don't share with 
certain people that, you know, because I don't want these on Facebook. I said, oh, no, I don't deal with them kind of folk no more. Not like that. I, 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 you know, I'm kind of mindful. And then when the spirit lead me, sometimes even if I share a picture, you know what I do? I go back and delete it. Because you know what? And, and see, and, and, and let me tell you, because, you know, it, it's a sad shame, though. So, so and, that, and and people don't be sharing stuff with somebody because they wish you well. See, if I share a picture, it's because I wish people well. I had somebody to tell me uh, I was talking to. I don't talk to that regular. This was last year. And I was sharing with them about how excited I was about what God do. Because, see, I'm boasting, bragging myself. I always make sure to give credit to God. This is what God did. It's not me or myself. And so they told me, I, you know, so I sent a couple of snapshots from my place. And they were like, oh, I already know. And I'm like, how you know? See, they they, they had to catch themselves before they wrecked themselves. But I, don't, I already know it wasn't but one mutual person that I sent pictures to that could send them to them. But that just still just let me know things. That's why I say sometimes just because I communicate with people don't mean I don't recognize and realize that them folks, they always doing something behind malicious. or um, uh, 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 You know, you know, you just got folks that just always, always it like they just can't wait to get on the phone, the hello phone. Or it's always something. So you know what? But this is the thing God just had to, to help me. God just really, really showed me that it's some people. And listen, I'm telling you, it's some people in their world. I, I don't really live long enough to believe they really can't help themselves. They really can't. They really know because see this is what happened. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all this. I'm gonna have to put a pen. Some people don't realize they go too far. They and what I mean by go too far, listen to me. They keep doing dirty deeds. They keep talking ugly. They keep acting up and acting out until it gets so embedded in their bodies. Listen. That they can't help themselves. And except God deliver them, they'll be stuck. They can't even understand why they act up and act out and, 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 and talk like they do. Because they don't did it. Some people do stuff so long that then you got to get detoxed and you got to get delivered. It's just like an addiction. Just like a cigarette smoker. I tell people back from way back when my cousin them was saved, sanctified. I said, you know what? Y'all might not smoke cigarettes or drink, but y'all got some other uh, stuff y'all need detox from. Because the way they used to talk, the way they used to walk, the way they used to act, all that stuff wasn't becoming of God as a child of God. So people can, that's why I never could understand, folks. Don't judge nobody for smoking and drinking if you still got a jacked up, messed up, toe up conduct in your character. If you still need deliverance. Everybody needs some deliverance. And I think it's easier to get delivered to put down a cigarette and a drink than it is to get delivered from a toxic, tainted conduct in your character. 
Because that stuff live and breathe inside your blood, inside your skin, inside your body. And you can't just lay it down like a cigarette or a uh, 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 drink. I'm just saying. So I know people who, who, who walk it and talk it, Christ. But they got the most toxic conduct and character. I'm just saying. Me and a young man was even saying yesterday. He was just saying, you know me, Frida. He even said, why don't, he asked the question, why you don't have no church? But this was a young man, young man, young lady. We on the phone, and I was talking and sharing with them. And I said, but you know what? Because they were saying how they don't, they don't follow a lot of these leaders anymore. And you know what I said to them? I don't blame you, because I don't either. I'm just saying, I don't either. Some of them cannot lead me from the back door to the back porch. Because they were saying how they'll teach and talk this stuff, but then they'll do all the stuff opposite from what the Bible be telling people they got to do. I said, and you're absolutely correct. That's why a lot of people, I, I said, you shouldn't let anybody lead you. And when you see them kind of spirits, you automatically know. It don't take a rocket scientist. You don't got to be the sharpest knife in the draw. The figure, all you got to do is listen to folk conversation. A little child can tell when a spirit is toxic and tainted. I'm just saying, because they'll tell you how the grown folk talking, and they'll know if they talking out of order. A little child, you don't hear me that. Little children. So what make you think somebody good and grown and knowledgeable and mature won't know that that person is out of order? If a five-year-old can tell you something, what that thing used to come on TV? Are you are you smarter than a than a third grader? If a third grader can tell you all this stuff, what made folk think grown folk don't see all these spirits and don't know? And God got a way of revealing. So what does that lead people? It should lead them to a path of righteousness. But instead, many of them or get worse. Them the people where I say, they don't go on too far and they can't help themselves. And they don't even realize because they done dibbled and dabbled in darkness so long till they done been converted to a reprobated man. And the only person that could take that spirit off of them is God. Because God said because they didn't want to consume his knowledge. So he just let them go on in their own little peanut knowledge. <coughs> Because they ain't really. I'm telling you. And that's what the Bible says. So he said he turned them over to their own vile affections. And when that happened, the Bible said they will think the jacked up, messed up, tore up stuff that they do is right. They'll think the wrong stuff they do is right. And they'll think the right stuff other people do is wrong. And that's when you get to a reprobated mind. You can no longer distinguish. You people will stay stuck in darkness, unforgiveness, and they will think they're right. I'm just telling you. Lies and deceptions, and they'll think they're right. But the, my Bible says when a person got to that place, they have been converted over to a reprobated mind. And when and, and, and it's a, it, they will no longer know the right things to do. And when that happened, I'm going to tell you something. It's a sad place. 
And that's why, listen, I know that's a whole nother topic and I ain't going to go into it. That's why I be praying for people with mental illness. Because mental illness people, a lot of times, he different cats. But the cats would come from darkness and evil and wrongdoing, wrong talking, wrong acting. See, everybody with mental illness don't act up and act that. I know some people with mental illness and they just a cat as sweet as they could be. So what's the difference between them people and the mean, cruel, fussing, cussing, arguing, debatable people? The heart and the head. And so when the head becomes stubborn, because you got some people with mental illness and they'll listen to people tell them what to do. They'll let people guide them and direct them. Then you got some people that that's bullheaded and hardheaded and, and they don't know the difference. And it ain't because they hardheaded because they, they standing on what's true. They hardheaded because they don't want nobody, even the people that know the truth, to teach and tell them the truth. So what ends up happening? They get converted to that reprobate state. And I'm telling y'all, that is the most worst state that your life could ever get led to. Trust me when I tell you, and I've never been there, and I don't want to go there. But I've read the Bible, and I know that when that happens, you can call on a prayer the team, warriors of the whole church, when God turn a person over to a reprobated man. We don't got enough power to undo the hand of God. That's the worst place anybody can keep dabbling in darkness and allow themselves to get to. So all I'm saying, some people go too far. And if they got just an ounce, just an ounce, just a pinch to still be able to to cry out and say, God, forgive me. Strengthen me. Turn me around. Place my feet on solid ground. Don't let me keep dabbling in my own darkness. Don't let me go too far to destroy my own self. If you got enough energy to be able to cry out, now is the time. But when them people get them attitudes that, oh, I'm good. I am. I am. I did, I did, and I did, and okay. Let me tell you, there's nothing you can do because it's in the hands of God. That's why you got to be careful how you treat people, what you say to people, what you say about people, and how you do to people. Because when it came to David, enemies, that all encamped and said all manner evil against David. Let me tell you what God did. He slew every last one of them. That's why people need to be mindful of how they talk, how they act, and what they do. And sometimes people cannot understand the way death come and the way death show up. But I'm telling you, it's generated And people don't want to accept this. It's generated by the things we do and the things we say. And that's why can't nobody used to tell me nothing when it came to what I know from my own self. I know what I do and I know what I say. And I pay attention to what I do and what I say. I don't do stuff to impress people. And this this is why sometimes you can never understand death. Because I used to say this, and I'm going to put a pen for real, for real. 
years ago, I would ask questions to God like, why did that person die? What did they do? Or what purpose did they serve? See, sometimes in people's secrets, we don't know what they did and what they didn't do. And that's why I don't boost and brag in nobody. Let me repeat that, in nobody. Because behind closed doors or in the darkness, I don't know what dirty deeds people do. Only person can see all that people do is God. Now, when people are respectful and mountable, I give honor to what honor is due. But to be able to put my neck on the chopping block for anybody to say what they have and do and don't do, I don't know that. And I'm not finna, as they say, I'm not bid my check on now, now human being. Because my Bible said that we all sin and fall short of the glory. My Bible said that even God repented for making man. Because he said man ain't never satisfied. So I don't know when the doors close and people take off their pantyhose. I don't know what they may or may not do. And it ain't my, and it ain't my business to try to figure it out. But sometimes when tragedies and different things happen, it still make a person have to accept some reality, like I did with my uncle. I didn't want to accept that reality and, and, until somebody was a witness to tell me some things that my uncle did that I thought, no, that's impossible. But God said, oh, wait a minute, hold up. Well, you done lost track of reality. Oh, it's possible. But you just don't want to accept I just didn't want to accept that he had done some things that cutthroat, that horrible to a human being. And but 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 I come to find out from witnesses that yes he had. Because I just couldn't understand. You know, I knew what the Bible said, like you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And that's what my cousin said. I said, Well, you think he went to heaven? She said, I don't know the way he was living. But my uncle was such a nice person. I just didn't think, but see, but he he was a nice person to us. But he did a lot of cruel things out there in them streets. And so when death came upon him at such a young age, I mean a young age, it was just sad. But a lot of the things that people end up telling that he did they were sad too. And I know he wasn't raised like that. But listen, that's why I say I can't defend nothing nobody do. All I can do is love people and hope the best for people and pray for people. Because but they said the stuff my uncle did. If it wasn't more than one witness, I wouldn't have never believed it. Because I didn't see him in that light. Because he didn't show us that side of him. So this is what I'm saying. There are things that people do that they don't even reveal to you. You don't know what they do in the dark, behind the doors, when they take off the pan hole. You, we don't know. That's why I don't defend nobody. I, I don't. All I can do is, 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 is give honor what honor is due. But that don't mean people perfect. That don't mean they free of sin. So only person I brag on and glorify is God.
to God be the glory. And on that note, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down in your lives, meet all your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, may this message download resonate in your spirit, creating you a clean heart, and, 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 and that you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't boast and brag on nobody but glorifying God is all I'm saying. Amen. God bless.